authority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. broadcast sin does not have dominion over the christian as kim miller brings us a message out of romans six fourteen, which says for sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under law but under grace hello and welcome to this broadcast of woman at the well ministries and i am so happy to be reading out of romans chapter six with you and to be looking at what god says about how sin hath no more dominion over us we are victorious through Christ Jesus. In fact, the Bible says that we are more than conquerors through Christ, which saved us. But so many of us forget that fact. And from time to time, our life doesn't even resemble the victory that we have in Christ. And we often live our life um, in despair and in trouble, and we forget about who Christ is, and we forget to lean upon Christ, who is our strength. But worse than that, there are some of us who have somehow determined that the world has something in it that is alluring to us. And for the child of God, the Bible says that old things are passed away and behold, all things are become new. And he says that therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. And I often hear people who go to church and claim to be children of God who choose to do things that are not in a line with what he tells us to do in his word, not what I think you should do or what I think the Bible says, but what the Bible clearly says. And they'll say, well, the devil made me do it. Or I just can't seem to not do this. And we see that a lot in things that are habits that people have that are not uh, in alignment with what God would want us to do. And so they give their heart to Jesus Christ and they seem to want to hold back a little peace from God. The truth of the matter is, is that when we get saved, we get all of God, but it is a process for him to get all of us. It seems that the devil can be very strong in his arguments to us and in the way he presents stuff to us to make us think that the things of the world have something in it for us. But listen to me clearly. The scripture says that the things of the world hold nothing for us. It tells us that we are not held by the strings of sin. We are not held by the guilt of sin. And you need to listen very closely to that because some of you have given your heart over to the Lord and even attempting to give him your life, but the world keeps telling you and your friends of old keep telling you, oh, you did this and you did that and you're no good for him and you've just done too many things wrong. I want you to listen to me very carefully. 
The Bible says that though your sins were as scarlet, he has washed them white as snow. And I want you to know that those people in your life who keep telling you that you're no good to be used by God are wrong. And I want you to remember that when Jesus went to the well, he went out of his way to the well, that he would find the woman at the well. And when he found her there, he let her know all that she'd ever done, not in judgment or condemnation, but he did so that she would know, I know who you are, I know what you've done, I understand what people say about you, but I love you enough to give you eternal life, and I love you enough to come to where you are that you might be where I am. That, my friend, is living proof that it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks of you. What matters is if you have put your faith and your trust in Jesus Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God, who shed his blood freely that all who believe might have eternal life. You see, it may look to you that you've committed far more sins and you've done far more grievous things and you've done far more heinous things than even the people that are around you and who kind of remind you of that. And so somehow or another, when they were saved, it didn't take as much of his blood as it takes for you because you were a filthy, sinful, rotten sinner. That is so wrong. The Bible says that anything done without faith is sin. The Bible plainly teaches that sin is sin. We don't have that understanding sometimes in our minds, and anyone who's been telling you that scenario that you're just too sinful and wicked for the Lord to do anything with, he might have saved you, but he certainly won't use you, doesn't understand that they came to Jesus the same way you did, a sinful, wicked person. We are the ones, human beings, people. Unfortunately, some Christians are the ones who classify sins and who determine one sin is worse than the other. That is not in Scripture, and it's not about who God is. God is no respecter of persons, and sin is sin. And it took just as much blood to save the person whose life seemingly looked like it did not need that much because perhaps they had not committed those outward sins that maybe you have. But it took just as much blood to save them as it does to save you. And the sinless, spotless, perfect blood of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, has been shed abroad in the hearts of all of us. And we've all had to come to him, just as the woman at the well did, in believing, faith believing, that he was God's only begotten son. And not a one of us stood before him in any better shape than the other. Our sins were filthy, but Christ wiped them clean. You see, it's the grace of God that saves us. The Bible says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And once you receive the saving grace of Jesus Christ, he makes you worthy through him. He imputes his righteousness into you. And therefore, sin has no power over you. 
The Bible says, therefore, there is now no more condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. So if someone is beating you over the head with something you did prior to knowing the Lord or some sin you've committed and you've asked God to forgive you, the Bible says in 1 John 1, 9 that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You need to tell that person to read the book, God's Holy Word, to pray to him and to understand that all is forgiven and that we were all sinners in need of a Savior. And that once we are saved, we get it all. And he washes us white as snow. You see, I often have problems with those who want to make themselves look as if they were better to begin with than someone who was a known sinner. But you see, that's a problem they have. And you don't need to let it be yours. Once you have received Christ as Savior, you stand on even ground with anyone. And once you receive Christ as Savior, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And he that is in you will fight your battles for you just as he fought for David. And so when you are tempted, when you are exposed to sin, you need to call on the name of the only begotten Son of God who lives in you in the form of the Holy Spirit and allow him to give you the courage and give you the grace and the understanding and the ability and the power and the authority to move past that sin and not allow that sin to affect you. Because the Bible says that sin shall not have dominion over you because you're not under the law, but you're under the grace. Christ paid the penalty of sin, and therefore sin cannot rule in your hearts and lives. Let's begin reading in Romans chapter 6 and verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us, as were baptized unto Jesus Christ, were baptized unto his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. People should be able to know that Christ lives in us by seeing how we live. We may make mistakes, but we're not going to habitually do things that are contrary to the will and law of God. But his grace abounds. And where did sin did abound, grace did much more abound. And he has come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And our lives should be rooted and grounded in him. And we should not be a servant of sin because he has broken the chains of sin through his grace and his power that lives in us. It says this, for he that is dead is freed from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more, death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be deed in, dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lusts thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you. 
for you not under the law, but under the grace. And the Bible says in verse 16, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. Our point to ponder is this. We as Christians are not to be servants of sin. So I want you to think about what he says there. He says, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are, whether of sin unto death or obedience unto righteousness. You see, to be a Christian means to be Christ-like, and we can only do that through the grace that Christ gives us and the power we have of his forgiveness when we confess our sins and the power that we have with the Holy Spirit that lives in us, that teaches us, that guides us and leads us. And so your life should be a living testimony of the work of grace of God. And you should be able to lead others to him through the way that you walk and you talk and you live. Sin has no more dominion over the Christian. Those who've given their life to Christ have victory over hell, death, grave, and sin. Thank you all for joining us today for this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by our program today, and we encourage you to share your prayer requests or testimonies or any feedback that you have. And you can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your daily walk with God. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you are interested in partnering with Woman at the Well Ministries, please feel free to email us or write to us at Woman at the Well Ministries, P.O. Box 875, Milton, West Virginia, 25541. We would also like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your thoughts and your prayers, and you are all in our prayers. Remember that God loves you, and you are loved. Have a wonderful and blessed day in the Lord.